Good morning, good morning, my gems. How was you guys this Christmas? I hope everyone enjoyed their Christmas and their family. And I um and I really pray you guys got everything you wanted on the Christmas list. Um speaking of Christmas, this year was the first year that I felt so alone. Um I think on my last episode or my last couple episodes, one of my episodes, I mentioned that I moved down south to Texas almost four years ago. Every my first year here, I I was with my cousins. You know, I, I was with my family. 2016, I was alone, but I was working. I was happy. I was single. I was I was happy, guys. I was so happy, even though I felt a little lonely, but. I talked to my mom before I went to work and when I got off of work. So I didn't feel too lonely. And plus, I had just moved into my new place. So I bought a Christmas tree. Well, actually, my job, I was working at Walmart for a month. It was a year, full month. And I was doing so good. Walmart gave me um, a free tree. My manager came and got me and took me to the back. I'm like, what the hell? Where the hell are we going? I thought I was in trouble. So I'm like, what the hell? And then we, you know, went to the back and stuff to the garden center. And it was like, pick out a tree. I'm like, uh-uh, these goddamn trees are expensive. I ain't picking out no tree. Y'all ain't paid me yet. <laughs> I'm not picking out no tree. And I'm like, what's this for? And it was like, you know, for you, you know, being a hard worker. And I tried to show them because at that time I was struggling. I needed a job. And. Man, I was working my ass off to Walmart. Anytime they needed me to come in, even on my off days, I came in. And I did, you know, what I had to do. And I picked out this beautiful tree. So, I didn't really feel too much lonely. Um, January 2017, I'm, I met a guy. We started talking. You know, he told me he had kids. But they were babies. And I usually do not date. He was the first guy that I've ever dated with babies. And I was like, I don't know if I want to get myself into this because they're fresh. You know, I don't want to get with this guy. And I fall for this guy. And then him and the kid's mother get back together. Then I'm going to be heartbroken over here, you know. So I really did not want to go there. But then he got to telling me his story. You know, and he really seemed so sincere, like, you know, I was trying to do this for her, do that for her, and, you know, she just didn't want to go mad. I was like, you know, um, sorry, my mom's calling. And I'm like, you know, I understand, because I'm in the same boat, you know, I'm a great woman. Um, When I, you know, once I fall for you, I give you, I, 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 I give you my all, and that's where I fucked up at, you know giving him my all and letting him see that I was in love with him. But um anyways, um he told me about his children, they were in prison. I was like, What the fuck, huh? You just told me you had babies, twin babies. How the fuck they in prison? You know, the mother um had them in prison and in a whole nother state. I wish my mom would stop calling. I would you should have answered the doggone phone, mother, when I tried to call you five minutes ago. Um, so, um, yeah, anyways, the twins, um, you know, they were raised in prison and, um, they had got out 
Around the time we started talking, they got out on their first birthday, which their first, which their third birthday will be next uh, week, January the first. So, you know, we started dating and you know started taking things a little serious. I seen that there wasn't nothing between him and the mother, and I'm like, Shauna, do you still want to go on? You know, you've never dated a man with babies babies anyways a few months later he went to go get the kids you know and I was like well you know Shauna this is it (laughs) so the first day he became a full-time father now mind you like I said they were in prison so he was taking care of them while they they were in prison um he was going to see them he was sending money like they didn't she didn't have you know he took good care of them and even when um she got out she was just so demanding and I hated that because she was stressing shit my man out hell at that time he was my man he was beginning to become my man and she was stressing him out you know when she say jump he used to say how high and I'm like oh no uh uh-uh baby because this this is not you know and that's another thing that I didn't want to go for you know I didn't want to be with him because of that too because I'm like man this gonna be drama like this bitch it's going to be fucking drama. Like, she's going to give us hell. I'm going to have to fuck her up, you know, or I'm going to have to leave this man alone. And he seemed like he's a good man. I ain't got time for this shit. But me being a woman that I am, I stood by that man's side. Look, baby, we got this. So the first day he became a full-time father is the first day I became a full-time mother. When he drove back from where they were at, they came directly to my one-bedroom home at that moment. And the kids were just looking at me. <laughs> his son just used to stare. But his daughter, oh, man, she used to mean mug me. If looks can kill, that little one-year-old would have killed my ass. And I was just like, hi, you guys. You know, I was kind of scared, too, because, like, they was just so tiny. I was like, hi. And they were so quiet. But then when they got to the house, they were just like, when it's time to go to bed, they just cried and cried and cried. And I used to lay up at night like, Lord, what did I get myself into? Mind you, I was single. No kids, no nothing, you know, peace. I had all of that. And my life had changed just like that, you know. And I used to have to be at work at 9 o'clock. And me, I'm a super slow person. It takes me forever to get my ass dressed. So I used to have to wake up like at 7 a.m. or whatever. And to get myself um, dressed. So, 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, I'm up changing diapers. You know, making bottles. Rocking the kids to sleep. I had a kid. He had a kid. We rocking to sleep. Sometimes I even let him sleep. And I got both of them. And I'm just rocking them. Hush, little baby. You know, just, just, and they used to just go to sleep on me. And, but, you know, he's an older guy, so he like, how do you do that? Like, I'm like, you got to have patience. Like, I just have that mother's touch. Like, and he's like, man, you are the best thing that's ever happened to me. Oh, my God. Because he just didn't know, like, because the kids used to cry. And when I, once I picked them up and put them close to my chest, they quiet. You know, you got to, you got to have patience, you know, with kids. You got to, you know, they had just, ain't no telling what they went through in that prison, you know, and I, Got a connection with those kids. Like, we connected instantly. And, man, I started treating those kids like they were mine. I say two weeks after they moved um, after they moved with us, I ended up moving into a two-bedroom 
but they were only supposed to have been with us for like two weeks. I mean, two months. They was only supposed to have been with us for like two months. And I was like, okay, that's cool, fine. But while they're here, you know, they can have their own little space. Like, I don't mind them sleeping in the bed with us, but sometimes I want to get nasty. You know, we can't get nasty with the kids in the goddamn bed, so <laughs> we got to get them their own bedroom. And we did just that, even though sometimes it didn't work because they still crowded in the bed with us. And I was fine with that because I was attached to these babies. Like, they were my babies. And a couple months after that, he started telling them to call me mommy. Because when it was time for them to go back home, all hell broke loose. He like, my kid's not going back. You know, she was on board. She didn't want them back. Put it like that. And... I was happy, you guys, last Christmas. I still had my tree from the year before from Walmart, so I had the lights already. And so the only thing that I had to do was just go buy everything else for the tree. And I, oh my God, I had fixed the home up around this time. This is my favorite time of the year. Yeah. When I was little and I was growing up and stuff in Chicago, man, I used to love it. I, I, I love this time of the year. And so last year, you know, we got the home together and everything was perfect in my eyes. I was, I was happy. I was in love because years ago I was pregnant with twins. Didn't even know it. And I had a miscarriage. So when he told me that he had twins, I was like, oh, wow, you know, and I didn't start getting attached to them until I knew that they weren't going back home to their mother. And you know what? I know some of y'all might, you know, say, wow, she wrong for this, for what I'm about to say. But I seen the type of mother they had, and I was praying, God, please don't let the kids go back. Please don't let them go back. Please don't go let them go back. Because at first, you know, when he used to cry, I'm like, damn, when the hell are they going back home? <laughs> but then as the, you know, as the time went by... And, man, man, y'all, y'all should see my babies. Man, <laughs> those are, they are my heart, man. They, everything that I'm doing now is for them. And I was praying at night, like, please don't let my kids, you know, go back. Like, God placed them in my life for a reason. You know, he knew I, I was fit to be their mother. Like, I, I could have been in any other kid's life or any other child's life. But God placed me in their life for a reason. And, man, when they started talking, mommy, mommy. And I'm like, damn, y'all know another word. <laughs> it was just so cute because I could not believe it. Like, someone was calling me mommy. And our daughter, oh, my God, she she is just this little diva. Like, she wants to be like mommy so bad. Like, when she see me doing my makeup or doing my hair, she sits right there. And she watches me, you know, do my eyebrows, do my eyelashes, and, you know, all that. And she's like, I want my eyebrows done, mommy. And I'm like, okay, baby, once you get a little older or whatever. But, like, that, she is my best friend. That is my mini-me. Like, we dress as a like. Like, that's my mini-me. I go out and buy her all types of first, all types of little cute stuff. Like, I keep her dressed up. My son, I love him so much. He's so quiet. He's so chilled and laid back, y'all. If you put him on any type of cartoon, he gonna stay. you're not even going to know that he's in a room or anything like that because he's just going to just sit back and just be laid the hell back. Like, he don't care what goes on around him. Like, 
the world could be on fire. Long as he got that goddamn Paw Patrol on or something like that. <laughs> he does not care at all. And it's just so fucking cute. But um they are they are so cute together. The our son is the oldest. But my daughter act like she is just the oldest. Like she like she's the big girl. Like she takes care of her brother and it's just so fucking adorable. But you know, the last few months my family man, the devil has been trying my family. The devil has really been trying my family. One part of me wants me to just give up completely on their father. And then the other part of me just like, man, just give it time. Just give it a rest. If it's meant to be, God will put y'all back in each other's lives. You know, I felt like he didn't. Look, he has some issues, you know, um, growing up with his mom. And I have never been with a broken man. I've never been with a hurt, you know, with a hurt man. He's just so, he seemed evil, but he just got so much pride. He's he, <laughs> so much pride. He is stubborn and I'm stubborn too, but if I love you and I want this to work, I'm going to do what I have to do to make the shit work. You know, he always told me how much he loved me and, you know, I'm glad that you were in my life and, you know, things like this, but your actions is not matching your words. Like, you don't understand how you're not going to find too many single women, no kids, my age, that's going to be, you know, willingly to sit down with you and help you raise your babies, someone else's children. This lady barely fucking calls, like calls every blue moon. You know, I'm the one that's doing all this shit. Set up here and went to go get two jobs. Enrolled in school because they motivated me. I love my kids to death. You can't tell me not you you can't tell me, oh, those are, you know, just your stepchildren. Those are not my stepchildren. Those are my kids that she carried for me. Point blank fucking period. And I'm just like, you know, I feel like you should be treating me a little bit better. I'm not saying that you got to kiss my ass and shit like that. But damn, can you come in the house every blue moon with a goddamn rose or something? A box of fucking chocolates? Oh, I buy you flowers, but they die. I mean, duh, they're not going to live fucking forever just like we not. But it would be nice, you know. I mean, the flowers he buy me, <laughs> they last about a week. <laughs> okay, and so the, so the hell what? But it's just like. He told me, I'm not the type to fight for no relationship. If it's meant to be, it will be. And it just fucked my whole understanding up. I'm like, how can you say some words like that? Like, dude, I've been here since day one, been down with you, ten toes down, eight fingers, two thumbs, elbows, all that down for you and with you. When you went to jail, the first person they called to come get your kids were was me. Your family didn't even want to get the kids. I got the kids. And we were broken up at that time. But I, you know, both times I got the kids. And, I mean, I, 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 I came. They called my phone, okay, here I come. Point blank, period. Or either bring them to me. Bring me my kids. 
And the first time he went to jail, I didn't know how long he was going to be in jail, even though he wasn't in there for like two days. But my kids came home or whatever because they was at the babysitter house and he was at work. They dropped my kids off. to. No, I went to go get my kids from her house. Man, we got back to the house. I was just like, man, what the fuck am I about to do with these two kids? Like. I need they daddy out here. Like, we we make a great team. We do. We barely argue and shit like that. But, and I was just, and I just held my kids and I cried. And I prayed, like, Lord, please just let him get up at the situation. Like, I got you guys. You know, I, I no matter what, I got y'all. I will never give up on y'all, no matter what happens. And I took care of my kids for those two days by myself. Shit, it was a little rough or whatever. But I, I did it. Like, I did it. And I did it the second time. And I'm just like, you don't see this? Like, I'm down for you. Like, what the fuck is going to take for you to see that, you know, I'm a good woman. Like, nigga, I cook. Like, I cook my ass off. He can cook, too. But I clean, I make my own money, like, I'm very intelligent, you know, and I'm just like, you're not used to a woman like me, you're used to these hood red ass microwave cooking bitches, and I'm sorry, that's not me, I do shit from scratch, my aunt would kick my ass if she seen me putting any, trying to feed a man anything out the fucking microwave, or anything like that, or out of a fucking can see that's the type of shit they be wanting they say they want a real strong woman but then they when they get one they don't know how to fucking treat her he say my mouth well don't do the shit that you do then you then you're not going to hear my mouth so you think that you can just talk to other bitches or do what you want to do and that i'm not supposed to say anything because i'm young and you're older than i am oh no you got me fucked up you need to go get you a deaf bitch or something because you you definitely have me all the way fucked up. That's that's not how it's going to go. Especially if I'm sitting up here helping you raise your fucking kids. And I'm doing all of this. That I'm fucking doing shit. Really? I don't need you to be doing nothing. Because majority of the time I have the kids. You know. So you're not going to just do what you want to do. And I'm not going to say any fucking thing. If you want to do what you want to do. Then you can move around. But I, I finally walked away. And I felt so lonely yesterday y'all. This man is so evil. He didn't even let the kids call me. <laughs> and it hurt. Oh, my God. It hurt me. Because I'm like, man, no matter what, if it was the other way around, if you came into my life and you helped me with my kids and, you know, you you did the shit for my kids, the what I did for you, I would never take my kids away from you. That shit hurts because you are, you know, you are their father. You know, you... You've been there for them. So I would never take that from you. Because I know they, they real daddy is a fucking deadbeat. You're not going to find too many people like that that's willing to be in someone else's child's life. You know what I'm saying? And just accept them as their own. And when he didn't, you know, I, I still talk to his mom. His mom loved me to death. But it really hurt me because he know I don't have nobody. I'm in here I'm out here in Texas by myself, so I turned my phone off yesterday. I deactivated my Facebook page, everything. But, you know, I walk around smiling.
like I am okay. And I am not okay. I miss my kids. So that see, that's one of the reasons why. <laughs> I and you know what? And I told him, I said, I've dated guys with kids, but the kids were big size kids. So after the breakup, I ain't really give a fuck. Okay, bye. You know, because those kids didn't stay with us. You know, they came to our house to visit or whatever, like on the weekends, and they went back with their mom. You know, we stayed in the same town, but this was different. And I told him, I don't I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to let go because you're being so stubborn, and I'm not going to kiss your ass. Like, I'm not going to wait around on you. I mean, I know you love me and shit like that, but you guys, like, you, if, <laughs> you too fucking old to be acting the way you're acting, you know, and it really fucking hurts me, I'm trying to do everything that I can do to keep busy, and I'm just like, I miss my kids, you know, I miss him too, but I don't really give a fuck about him, because he made me feel this way, I miss my babies, everything, like, they about to be three years old on the first, like, I helped you raise them since day one, like, how can you do that to me? Like, some people say, you know, just be there for them and don't give up on them. And I'm like, but he gave up on me. He gave up on us. Why should I have to sit up here and tell my, you know, a black man already has it hard. And a black woman does too. We protect y'all and we uplift everybody else. But who is going to uplift us? Who, like, who the fuck is here for us? I tried, and I tried, and I fucking tried, man, because I know he's a good person, but his ways, I can't do it, because if I was that way, he would have left me a long fucking time ago. You men can't handle the shit that y'all put us women through, man. Y'all cannot. Y'all give us all these dishes, then... When we pass this shit back to y'all, y'all act like we didn't. Y'all act like it's the end of the world. Like I told him, I didn't kill your motherfucking mama. You, you, you know, like I killed your mama. Like, what the fuck? Like, you act like I did something to you. I didn't do anything to you, but try to hold you down, try to be there for you. I was that good woman. Everyone seen shit. Your ass even seen it, but everybody's seen it. They seen how good I was to you. That's why his mama loved me to fucking death because she like, you didn't have to do what you, you know what I'm saying, what you did. Like, and I thank you so much for being in my son, like, you know, for being there for my son and his kids. Like, I thank you so much for taking your time and doing what you was doing with the kids. Everything that those kids know is because of me. I sat down and I talked to them, their colors, their ABCs, they want some threes, their names. I talked to them every fucking thing. Everything and this man sat up here and took all of that away from me. And I feel so bad for the kids because he wasn't as patient with them as I was, man. Not my babies, not my heart. And I miss them so fucking much, but Ladies, never let a man mistreat y'all, man. For real. Never. Never think never let a man think he has power over you at all. If you a good person, 
and a man don't want to act right, man, leave. Fuck all that trying to make it work and shit. Like, man, leave, man. I should have left a long time ago when he first started acting up. Nigga, you, like, you ain't doing shit for me. I'm the one who helping you out because it's very rare that you see a single father, a single black man at that, willing to take care of his kids. And then his twins, they babies, and, you know, he used to be in the streets and shit. So, the kids calmed him all the way down. Like, so, that's another reason why, you know, he's been so angry. He like, man, like, they just, like, damn, you know, now I gotta, I, I have to be in so, like, this family man, you know, like, I used to can go as I wanted to. Yeah, he still took care of the kids while they were locked up with his, you know, with, with the mom. But, you know, back then he can go as he wanted to and, you know, didn't have to worry about too much shit. You know, he had this, he had all of that, you know, cars, you know, he had all that shit. Now, shit, the rims, you got to, you know, you got to turn the rims in and stuff for all these strollers and shit like that. So, and I'm just like, I got you. Like, we went half on every fucking thing. Majority of the time. I was I was going out to the store and like I used to sneak to buy them things all the time, cause he was like, "You don't have to buy my kids anything." I'm like, "Nigga, we together. These ain't just your motherfucking kids. These are my kids too. So if I work my ass off and and our bills and shit is paid, and if I want a motherfucking splurge on my kids, and that's what the fuck I'm gonna do, I'm gonna splurge on my fucking kids. I was buying them gifts when he was on the road coming back to get them. I'm like. What size they were? Because I was excited. I'm like, oh, my God. We got two babies coming to the home. Like, I was very excited. He was like, babe, you don't have to buy them anything. I'm just like, what type of females are you used to being with? God damn. You know, when you with someone and they got kids, that's what you do. That's what real people do. They step the fuck up. And when your baby mama stepped down from the plate, nigga, I stepped up to the goddamn plate. I was praying and hoping that she ain't come back and get them. Because they're my babies. I'm attached to them. And they're going to always remember me. Because they know Mommy Shonda taught them every fucking thing. Like, they love me to death. Now, I walked away from him last month. I waited till he went to the store and I packed some clothes up. Called my home girl like, hey, bitch, come get me. Hurry the fuck up. She hurried the fuck up. I act like she was my Uber. I got my ass in the goddamn back seat. And she pulled out the driveway. He was coming in. And I ducked my head. Cause I ain't re- and, and I think at that time, the reason why we in, we into it now is because his mom and his niece was at the house and shit like that. Of course, family talks. And he probably was embarrassed when I came, you know, when I came back, they told him I was gone because he didn't think I was leaving. Yeah, see, that was his motherfucking problem. He didn't think I was leaving. But he didn't he didn't know the many nights that I cried my motherfucking self to sleep. He didn't know the many nights when he went out in them streets, I was praying for his ass. He didn't know them nights I was praying for all for all of us. Me, him, and the fucking kids. Lord, this man need me. He don't know what the fuck to do with these kids. He need a woman like me by his side. Not just for his kids, but for his ass too. He 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 needs somebody like me on his fucking level. You know, he, he didn't know. We used to walk past each other and not say shit to each other. 
That was hurting me. My kids seen that shit. I used to just bust out and cry. My daughter used to come up to me all the time. What's wrong, mommy? Why you crying, mommy? I never wanted to, them. That You know what? Since we've been together for two years, they had never seen me cry until up into these last couple of months at this mom house. I was so miserable. But I used to keep that smile on my face like I was happy. I was in love with the man, but I was miserable. Like, how the fuck can you sit up here and treat me like this? I don't, and I don't have nobody here. This is not the man that I fell in love with. I understand you got some problems going on. But you don't take that shit out on me. Because I don't take my problems out on you. I'm going through a lot of shit too. But I don't, I don't, I don't take it out. I, I'm still a mother by any fucking means. Like I said, we was in two. I used to get my ass up early in the morning with the kids. I used to let him sleep. I'm making breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We sitting up doing our ABCs. All on YouTube. Mommy, shark, do, 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 do. I mean, we jamming. Like, we making fucking <laughs> dances up to mommy shark and shit. You know, we straight jamming. This is what we do. This is what me and my kids do every morning. Because my daughter would get up and grab our phones or something. And she be on YouTube. She laying down quietly. I, I wake up and roll over. Her ass laying down there and stuff with her legs crossed on the goddamn phone. Johnny baby or who whoever the fuck Johnny is. And Johnny got a smart ass mouth. Johnny need his goddamn ass kicked while that goddamn lying. Johnny, did you eat it? No, Papa. Yes, the fuck you is. Open your damn mouth, Johnny. Stop playing. <laughs> but, you know... I'm I'm in I I just miss days like that. I'm I miss all of those days. My daughter, she knows her colors. You know, she's so fucking smart. Man, I, I just and my mom calls and talks to them all the time and she tells me that my daughter always asking about me. Always. Cause they know my mom. They know my family. Um I last year, no, this year. This year for Chicago, um, this year in Chicago, my aunt died, um, my favorite aunt on my dad's side died. Y'all, let me tell you, <laughs> this this was my, my favorite aunt. Um, she died. Actually, I had already planned a trip to Chicago for that month, but it was supposed to be in for the week after. But my aunt ended up dying a week before my planned trip. So um, I paid for the ticket. And and actually, I wanted all of us to go up there. This was before my aunt died. And we had made plans to go visit my mom, you know, you know, all my family, since I met his family. Then all of a sudden, it was getting close to it. He didn't want to go. Oh, I got to get my money right. Man, nigga, you had all this time to get your motherfucking money right. But what, whatever. And it hurt my feelings. It really fucking did. I'm like, because anytime you want me to go around your family, I'm around your fucking family. Now you don't want to be my family. Whatever. Fuck you. Is it okay if the kids go with me or one of them go with me? I took the little girl because I felt like the little boy needed to be here with his father. And I wasn't going to be able to deal with the both of them, you know, on the plane. So I took my daughter. My family was already... 
attached to them because I shared them and stuff on my Facebook. So we go, we go to Chicago and mind you, I pay for everything, everything. He gave me a hundred dollars. I'm like, I'm going to Chicago. She's going to need more than a hundred dollars. That's going to get her like a few pairs of pants or whatever, but that's not going to get her no coat, no boots, you know, shoes, none of that shit. I went out and bought her all types of shit. <sighs> we go to Chicago. And, like, my family is attached. So, that's my mama. Those are her grandkids. You know, that's what she called them. And so, when she called my daughter, you know, when she called them, my daughter, like, Nanny, where my mommy at? And she's like, you ain't talk to mommy? She's like, No. Where my mommy? I want my mommy. I miss my mommy. Y'all don't even know how that makes me feel. And I try not to put my mom in my business or anything like that. But my mom know how I'm attached to those kids. And I hate when people are like, why you ain't got no kids? If it was that easy, bitch, I have kids. And I hate when I get into it with people. And and, and, and it be sometimes people in my family. That's why you can't have kids and woo, woo, woo. I can have kids. It's just not my time right now. But that shit hurts. But I don't let them know that it hurts. So I get to call them all types of bitches. Bitch, fuck you. You got all them motherfucking kids and the motherfucking daddy's not in their life. Fuck is you talking about? Don't worry about this over here. That shit wore the fuck out and stretched out over there in your fucking pants. And I'm like, I don't want to be nobody's baby mama, which I do not. I don't want to be nobody's baby mama. I'm not nobody's baby motherfucking mama. You're going to marry me. And so I think that's why God has not blessed me with any children right now. Because he's like, I'm not trying to be, I was not born to be nobody's fucking baby mama. No, the shit that I see my cousin doing, what the fuck y'all got all these motherfucking kids with all these different daddies and ain't nobody in their life. I don't want that. I'm not saying that I'm better than the next person, but I'm better than them hoes, fuck. But it's just, yeah, like I said, this, and, um, this holiday was so depressing for me. I hope you guys checked on your lonely friends because shit is real out here. Depression is real. Mental health is real. Yeah. My last couple of weeks of school, depression hit me so hard. This semester was so rough for me. My last couple of weeks, the depression hit me so hard, y'all. I didn't want to do shit. I didn't even want to think, y'all. I didn't want to breathe. I did not want to live, y'all. It hurt me. Because when I started school, I was happy. I was doing it for our kids, man. And when I lost them, lost every fucking thing just like that, it hit me so hard. I kept saying every day, okay, tomorrow I'm going to get up and I'm going to do all my homework. That day came, I just wanted to lay in bed. I just really wanted to lay there and die. I don't even understand how many nights that I pray. Like, Lord, please just take me away. I'm tired of struggling. I'm tired of going through this. Like, 
I don't want to live no more. My kids is gone. But one day I prayed and I prayed and I prayed for strength. It was like two days before I had to turn in all my homework. I was up all night for those days. And I passed by the grace of God. I passed my classes. It was it was so rough. It was so rough. And I'm trying not to get go back into that state of mind, but people just when I finally reach out to people, oh, I'm going to call you back or something. I just be like, are you fucking serious? But when y'all going through y'all shit, and y'all call me, I'm all ears. I'm there. I'm concerned. Because there's a lot of shit that y'all don't know that I'm fighting. So I understand exactly what you're going through. So I'm there for you. But now that I'm counting out, Ain't nobody there for me. I'm just like, I don't want to turn into an evil, cold-hearted person. But I'm just like, huh? I'm about to get my number changed. Fuck everybody. Oh, 2019, I'm on some other shit. I'm on some getting money type of shit. Owning all these businesses. That's what I'm on. I'm trying to start my book. I'm trying to do all types of TV shows. I'm trying to do it all. And if you're not with me, then that means you are against me. And I don't give a fuck if you're with me or not. I'm still going to do me and do what I have to do. But check on your strong friends. Because they might smile. But deep down inside, they are hurting. Y'all, it's real. It is real. The devil has been busy. You know, he's always busy and stuff around the holidays. Man, he was busy with me. I've, I have never felt like this. I have never felt like this in my life. Yeah. After I break, I'm usually just like, you know, like I'm skipping to my loo and shit. Like, bye. It is what it is. But this relationship was different. It was different because it was two kids involved that needs me. And I just pray for them every night. Yeah, I was like, I don't care if me and him never get back together, but just please let me just see my kids, man. And oh whole month, he ignored me. He contacted me like two weeks ago, asked me, can I watch the kids? I'm like, one part of me wanted to say, hell, motherfucking nah. Like, I've been trying to reach out to them for a whole month. And you ain't, you know, you ain't been picking up. You've been ignoring me. Now, all of a sudden, you need me. And I had told him that, like, you're going to need me before I need you. I ain't going to need you. Ooh, ooh, but I already know because there ain't nobody down for you like I am. Don't nobody give a fuck about those kids like I fucking do. And I know he going through it. I know every fucking night he's thinking about, like, man, I fucked up. Like, I really fucked over a good woman. I'm fucked up. But since he's so fucking prideful and so stubborn, he he not going to come to me and tell me he fucked up. He's going to keep sending his big black ass over there playing the fucking victim. 
And it just makes me so fucking mad. Sometimes I just want to gas up and take that hour drive and go out there and just knock his fucking head off his shoulders. But I'm like, <laughs> that's what that devil want, man. You can't do that. Even though I think I look good in orange or whatever got whatever kind of goddamn jumpsuits they got out here. I think I could rock that motherfucker, but <laughs> he ain't worth it. At the end of the day, he not worth it, but he be pissing me off. He do shit on purpose. Because he know it pisses me off. I think it gets him wet or some shit. It turns him the fuck on. I don't know. But his bald head ass will never grow another string of hair on top of his fucking head. As long as he keep doing me the way he do me. I promise. <laughs> I'm trying to laugh to keep from crying. Y'all don't even understand, y'all. It's just, like, this is me. This is, this is me. You know, I watched the kids for him, y'all. I ain't heard from him since, y'all. He ignored me again. I don't, he didn't know where I was at. So, I don't know if he did that shit just to see my location, you know what I'm saying? To see where I was at, to see who I was staying with, or, you know, to see if I was messing with somebody else. I don't know what was his reason to doing that. Like, you called me up to watch the kids, and I did just that. Told you I was an hour away. He's like, oh, I didn't know that. I know, bitch. You, you didn't know shit because you didn't know I was leaving. And so, you know, Joe, the kid's an hour here. The next day I talked to him, he let me talk to the kids the next day. I thought everything was going to be good then, you know. Hey. After that, I ain't heard no more from him. He ain't let the kids talk to me or nothing. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, sometimes I be wanting to call the police and stuff and send them to his mama house. <laughs> but I'm like, you know what? Life already beating his motherfucking ass i'm not gonna do it it's the man upstairs see every fucking thing that he's doing to me and no i was good to him i was loyal we been we i left like i said last month i ain't talked to nobody ain't nobody touched me i ain't touched them but i bet you this motherfucker been touching everybody on his side of town <laughs> And I'm keeping myself to myself for a reason because that's just the type of woman I am. Just because we broken up or whatever, don't I mean that I got to go out and and do this and do that. I'm taking this time to know me better, to love me more, and to focus on school, my money, and life, you know, on myself because I'm depressed. But I hope you guys enjoyed. Um today's podcast pray for me check on your strong friends and family members y'all for real